This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. Coming up on 850, and if you're a parent, no doubt you have had that fear run up your spine when the kid comes to you and asks, is it time to get my cell phone? Or, hey, I just created a TikTok account, and you're like, no! It's too early, or what all worries do we have? We are managing a whole lot with our kids, and there are so many dangers that are out there. And thankfully, we have resources in our community that are all about education, helping us make better informed decisions ultimately for our kids, for ourselves. And it's with the FBI in Jacksonville. And Amanda Vidal is one of the many people who are part of that outreach effort uh, with the FBI in Jacksonville. And the reason why I want to bring you in and, and bring everyone together today is there's another one of these opportunities to educate yourself, to be smarter with kids' smartphone, with yourself, with technology, with social media. And so Thursday, y'all are teaming up with St. John Schools and the Sheriff's Office at Creekside for a total Totally free education event. Tell us more about what's kind of the the background of getting this kind of an event together. Why are you all doing this sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, Rich, it's all about education, prevention, and communication with your kids when it comes to preventing exploitation of them. And so we've been hosting these Be Smart With Your Kids smartphone events for about six years now. Every single event is different. What we were teaching six years ago is different today than what we're going to be teaching this week because the technology is changing. The ways that kids communicate with people online is changing. Um, And we really want parents to understand what is new in technology today and how predators are using and exploiting technology to target kids, um, even right here in our own backyard. Are there the common dangers that even though it's moving so fast, you can still spot something and something that was a warning sign six years ago is still a warning sign today? For sure, yeah. There's a lot of red flags in kids, um, kids that are more vulnerable, that don't have open communication with their parents or, or other trusted adults in their life. Certainly they are Um, more likely to be targeted by predators online. Um, But we've seen the type of predators evolve. We used to just talk about those that were seeking sexual gratification by targeting children. Now we're seeing people who are um, taking advantage of children and trying to influence them with more extremist views and get them to act out in negative ways in the community, uh, potentially uh, commit criminal acts. And so we just want every parent, every educator to be aware of the red flags and what we're seeing here in the community, um, and then take that information home um, and talk to their kids about what's happening online. You mentioned the educator part. That's a component that I don't think about necessarily as the parent because I'm the one who's ultimately responsible, but the educator can maybe see a red flag, maybe hear something, then can communicate with the parent. How important is it to tie in both the home and the school? I think it's a very important. I mean, we even talked to bus drivers, school bus drivers, um, to get them involved because they spend so much time with these kids and they see their personalities evolve over the school year. Um, so educators, bus drivers, anyone that's spending time with kids um, that may have an opportunity to engage with them and potentially spot some things that are happening with them so that we can get in front of them in advance so that these things don't happen. And that's brilliant because, you know, it takes a village to take care of a child. We've got teachers involved as well, but a bus driver, great idea. And so you said one of the biggest questions you get or most frequently asked is what age should my child be before we even allow them to have these social media accounts, be on a computer? And what's your answer to that? Well, I think, you know, obviously that's up to the parent and what they, the conversations that they have with their kid. There are times in a child's life, depending on their home situation, where they may need access to a smart device or a phone because they spend more time alone or they may be traveling, you know, they may walk back and forth from different locations, their school school bus stop to home, things like that. The parents want them to have those devices. Um, When your child is ready is when you've had that conversation with them about the dangers online and have made them aware about what can happen. Um, It is not about your child 
um, looking for trouble. What we're concerned about is that these predators are coming no matter what. So you can't give your child a phone and hope that they'll just be okay. It's like dropping your kid off on a busy intersection in New York and saying, good luck navigating the city. Yeah. You're giving them a roadmap to the world or you're giving them access to the world and the world right. access to them. you got to have those conversations in and, advance. And the other thing that I think some parents don't even realize are video games are also a portal to that. So ev- the one thing that is the common trait in all of the crimes that we see is that the kids had access to the Internet and there was some sort of messaging app or uh, capability available in those apps for people to directly message these kids and talk to them, kind of isolate them, maybe move them off uh, into an encrypted platform where they can talk to them uh, privately. So access to the internet and that messaging uh, capability within those apps is what's common in almost all the crimes we investigate. This event is at 6 p.m. this Thursday at Creekside High School in St. John's County, but it's not uh, just for parents in St. John's County. Do you have to register? And is it safe for my 12, 13, 14-year-old girl to come to along with me? I mean, is that the audience? Yeah, great question. So the St. John's County School District and Creekside have offered their large auditorium for this event, so we're not requiring anyone to register to come. Anyone is welcome. Uh, They've opened their door to any parent, any educator from any school district. So uh, Creekside isn't too far from Duval. If you can make the trap down there, we, we encourage you to do that. Um, and there, it is free. It's absolutely free to come in. We will see even parents show up that have had issues with their children or concerns about uh, some of the engagements that their kids have had online, and they'll file reports with us that night. So we welcome you to do that. If you've got something going on at home that you're concerned about, uh, you can certainly you know come that night and talk to our team. We'll have plenty of people there for you. Do you cover topics uh, that, that may be above and beyond just the dangers on social media? your smartphone use. Absolutely, yeah. And you, your other question, too, about whether or not it's appropriate for kids to come. So if you think your kids uh, are, are old enough to come, I mean, parental discretion advised, but we're not going to hold back. We're going to talk about the cases that we've been working here. Um, our intent is to scare you with real information, right, and to show you what is happening here in our own backyard. Uh, you're welcome to bring your kids. We just ask you to, to be aware that we're not going to hold back on the information that we're sharing. There. Do you address things like, and we recently had you all in to talk about human trafficking awareness as January was Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Trafficking and sextortion can actually have tentacles that lead into or start on social media and smartphones and whatnot. How deeply do you dive into that? We don't. So this presentation isn't just about human trafficking, but certainly children who are victimized at a young age are more vulnerable to falling into a world that may lead them into to human trafficking in the future. So um, it's all tied together there, for sure. Yeah, we've seen here in Florida that uh, lawmakers are considering a bill to ban kids under 16 from apps like TikTok and things like mm. that. But, you know, early on, when computer when we first started getting online, we talked a lot about software and things like that. Sure. Are there any easy ways to maybe just block things from your children that way? Yeah, I think what, what parents often don't realize is when you go into the phone and you adjust your privacy settings, there are separate privacy settings for the apps that your kids are downloading to. So um, if you've um, controlled the location settings on your phone, you might need to also go into the app and control the location settings for that app as well. Um, so those are the types of things that we go into in this presentation. Yeah. Um, we're not going to tell parents how to adjust the settings on their phone, exactly what they need to adjust those settings to. We just want them to understand how predators are exploiting the apps and exploiting the technology, and then the parents go and they adjust the settings based on what they think is best for their child. Um, There are a lot of resources out there. A lot of social media platforms have great advice on how to protect your kids online, but parents have to seek out that information. They don't hand it to you. Um, I also want to highlight, too, when you download an app, you'll often see give this app permission to your photos or your camera or what have you you got to be aware of what you're giving each app access to on your device and I don't think people think about that they just hit that allow 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 
And you really have to be careful about that. So uh, we'll talk about that with parents and their kids as well. Yeah. And so this Thursday at Creekside High at 6, and is this an ongoing thing? What's up next with this? And how else are you trying to get the message out there? Because often when you think of the FBI, you think of the guys busting down the door and the drug raid and whatnot. Not necessarily, here comes someone to educate <laughs> us about smartphone use necessarily. That's kind of a shift overall yeah, in sure. communicating. I mean, there are a lot of priorities that the FBI works. And again, in this area, we're trying to do as much prevention as we can. Yeah. Um, and so we're out there always educating about this. Again, we've been doing this for six years here in this local area in Northeast Florida. FBI Jacksonville actually covers 40 counties in, in wow. Florida, 40 of the 67. Um, so we partner with the school district across North Florida and Central Florida uh, for these types of events. We've got another event coming up in Flagler County in April. Um, but so, you know, this is the one opportunity. We always have the resources on our website. You can always go and get good information there. Uh, but if you want to come, you want to talk to the agents, you want to engage with us, you want to ask questions with us, this is a great opportunity on Thursday to come and do that. All right, Creekside High School, 6 o'clock. Amanda Vidal with uh, the FBI in Jacksonville. And again, a ton of resources online at the FBI Jacksonville uh, site as well. Thanks for coming in. Good to see you. 8.58 as Jacksonville's morning news continues.